Grab a drink and have a seat. It's time to chat with the hottest new artists and songwriters around. This is Backport Sippin' with Lindsay. What's up, y'all? Got some exciting news to share with you before we kick off another episode of Back Porch Sippin'. We do have some new merch now in stock. If you would like to order some of our Back Porch Sippin' shot glasses, you can do so via Facebook or Instagram at Back Porch Sippin' P-O-D. Or, of course, shoot us an email at backporchsippin' at gmail.com. In April, we will be celebrating one year of the podcast. I cannot believe it. Thank you all so much to everyone who's been tuning in since the very beginning, weekend and week out. Y'all have been coming back, listening, sharing the episodes, checking out these artists, and I am just so excited to be able to continue sharing so many new and upcoming artists with y'all. To celebrate our one-year anniversary, I will be hosting a Riders Round that is happening April 6th, 2022 in Nashville, Tennessee. You can get all the details along with the killer lineup. It is posted on our Facebook and Instagram pages as well. This week, we're kicking off episode 37 with a guy that you need to get on your radar now if you haven't already. He's been named Artist to Watch in 2022 by Country Now and Music Mayhem magazine. He just released his latest EP called Rust. This week, we're talking with Kentucky native Walker Montgomery. What was it kind of like navigating your career at first? I know, you know, coming from a musical family, people probably think that that was kind of the whole idea, but I know you were also real big into sports. So how'd that kind of all come about? Well, I mean, like you said, I was definitely big into sports. That was my main thing growing up until I was about 16, 17. And I picked up a guitar, started doing little shows around bars and restaurants you know in, in central Kentucky it definitely was a little bit later in life when I picked up music than a lot of people may think but it was I mean it, it wasn't anything abnormal I would say because my parents never pushed me to do music they kind of let me you know find my own path to it and uh but once I once I did find my own path to it I was hooked on it but they they surrounded me with a lot of good things, sports, acting, theater, and stuff like that. Very cool. Coming from a musical family, do you feel like you're like led to kind of follow their legacy and like hold that up? Or is it like kind of hard to find your own path and niche and things like that? Uh, I don't know if it's if it's hard to find my, my own path because I feel like the music that I'm putting out is completely different than Eddie or dad, but I mean, I'm definitely proud of what they done music wise and in the business, but it, uh, I feel like, you know, it's, uh, there's very, there's a few people that are kind of like, Oh, you know, it's, he's just doing it because his daddy did it and all that stuff. But, uh, most people kind of see that I'm trying to, you know, I'm doing my own thing and releasing songs that have my own style to it. Well, I've had the pleasure to see your dad play a few times and obviously oh, yeah. your uncle as well. I've also had the pleasure to see you. So I've seen you play at Touchdowns and Tunes in Paducah. Oh, yeah. You definitely yeah. have your own path for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I know you are on your bus right now headed to a show. Yeah. Where's probably your favorite place that you've had the opportunity to play so far? 
I mean, my favorite place is Manchester Music Hall in Lexington back home, just because it's hometown and, you know, high school going to shows there and stuff like that, or I guess college going to shows there and uh, and everything. But it is, it's definitely my number one. We played a bunch of cool places. We did a show uh, in uh, Milwaukee, Eagles, was it Eagles Ballroom? Is that what it was called? Yeah, Eagles Ballroom. It was like a, in the 20s, it was a like gentleman's club, like a, not like a strip club, but <laughs> like, uh, you know, cigars and they go there after work and drink bourbon and stuff like that. And it turned into this huge venue, uh, but it still got all like the secret rooms and stuff. So that is probably my second favorite. It's a very cool place. Do you have like a bucket list venue? Being from Kentucky, Rupp Arena is always a, a place that, that you want to play. And I did a little acoustic thing there for a festival that they had. But definitely be able to do my own show there would be my my number one. Well, I see it in your future. I'll Thank book you. it for you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You just had a very, very big weekend this past weekend. Released that brand new EP, Rust. What can you tell us about it? I mean, what's what's the stories? What's your favorite song on it? Like all the good yeah. stuff. Well, it's been a long, long time since I've released the EP. I, I mean, I started doing music when I was 18. I think I released the EP when I was turning 19. So it was 2018, 2019, around there. And it's been, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it's been ever since then, since I've released the EP. So I'm excited to see what it does. And we've got six songs on there. I would definitely say Rust is my favorite on, on the EP, the title track. It kind of reminds me of, of uh, you know, the beginning when I released Simple Town. And mm-hmm. it's all about being, you know, where you're from and, and being proud of it. But it's definitely, uh, it's definitely one that hits home for me. I, I would definitely say that's my favorite one. Very cool. That's also your latest single as well, right? Yep. Yep, that's the one we're pushing and and uh, trying to get on playlists and and all that's all that good stuff. Perfect. Who wrote that one? That was Ashley Gorley, Brandon Lay, and uh, I believe I'm trying to think maybe maybe Jesse Alexander. I, I, there was three on them. I just wrote like 18 thank you notes to writers for the EP. <laughs> so like I'm like. All right, I know there's a bunch of writers on, on, on there, but I can't remember which songs. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so where can folks get that new EP? It's on any st- streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, Amazon. And if you don't have that, go to YouTube. It's on there. But if, uh, if just go to walkermontgomery.com and you can find everything, any information that you might need is on there. What is your favorite part about the whole recording studio process? My favorite thing is, you know, when you get pitched songs or you write a song, you demo it up and uh, you kind of get used to the demo. Mm -hmm. And when you're when you go into the studio and you've got these awesome musicians, that's always similar, but they put their own touch on it. And not, you know, we always kind of change something here and there. So being able to see how how the song's grown from the demo to the mastered, you know, the final uh, track, that's definitely my favorite. And every time I go in, it seems like my voice has matured a little bit or gotten a little bit different or, or anything like that. So just the whole process is it's it's really special. And every I remember 
being you know doing every song and how it was recording so it's it's hard to choose a single thing about it because it's just it's definitely a special thing who do you kind of look up to artist wise for inspiration well my i mean my my goat so to say is luke bryan and not just i mean the music's great but i just i've always thought that he was a he's a good face for country music he's a good singer good songwriter good songs but he's a great dad he's a family guy uh you know he he uh just everything he does he it seems like he does it to the best of his ability and he's just he's always kind of been the guy i look up to in modern country music so aside from luke who are some of your other like just favorite artists to listen to in general I love listening to Tracy Lawrence. We've had the pleasure of opening up for him a couple of times and just, you know, it, it's kind of, that's what I grew up on, you know, listening, mm-hmm. you know, the people from dad's era and Eddie's era and stuff, but he's just got so many good songs and so many good album cuts that weren't released as singles. And he's a great guy too. So that makes it all, all the, all the much more special for me. Yeah, definitely. He, he likes, uh, he likes silver Patron. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You seem to kind of be surrounded by really the best people, you know, in your family and really in the business as well. So how does working with hit songwriter Dallas Davidson kind of help propel things for you in your career? Look, Dallas Davidson is is a legend. And I I remember I always tell this story. I remember walking down the stairs. I might have been sixth grade, seventh grade or something like that. And dad was home off the road and I walked down. I said, dad, you know who this Dallas Davidson guy is? Cause he was writing all the Luke songs. And, you know, I mean, every, every song on the radio seemed to be a Dallas Davidson or a peach pickers song. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, just actually got done turkey hunting with him or something. But so he is, he's the reason that I started writing songs and to be able to work for him and work with him as a producer, along with the peach pickers, Red Akins and Ben Hayslip. It's just, a, it's a, it's a special, it's a special thing for me. And I can learn so much from him about songwriting, having the patience and, and, uh, and everything. I remember Rhett told me yesterday we were writing and he said, he, he said, how, how hard will you work to get a chorus? And, uh, cause you know, a lot of the times people will be like, well, let's, you know, we don't want to get stuck on that. Let's move on to the, to the next verse or something like mm-hmm. that. And, so any kind of information that they have is something, something to, uh, to write down, and it's definitely notable. Were you kind of like starstruck the first time you met Dallas? I was. I, <laughs> I don't get – I mean, I've, I've been lucky. I've met a lot of cool people, artists, mm. and stuff like that over my lifetime. But I remember I was writing it, played again at the office, where it, which is his company. It was the first time I met him. He walked in, and he said, Hey man, I'm I'm Dallas, and I think I shook his hand and I said, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that definitely was a time that I was like, "Oh, dang, it's Dallas Davidson," you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. My favorite singer is Jason Aldean. Okay, yeah. First time I met him, I think I was like eight or nine, and I was like walking yeah. up all shy, and he was like, "Hey, I'm Jason," and I was like. I know. <laughs> yeah. You just get to that I point. You're it. like, I, I can't believe this is happening to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, career-wise, what do you think's the best piece of advice you've gotten from your dad? Oh, oh man. <laughs> Just I mean, there I mean some 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 stuff I can't say and some stuff I can't say, but uh Thanks. It, uh, I would definitely say t- just, he says, have tunnel vision and it's, uh, you know, some artists are going to get a tour you wanted to be on that you didn't get on or some, mm-hmm. some artists are going to, you know, get the song that pitched to them that you wanted or anything like that. And he said, man, you just gotta, you gotta keep on track and pay attention to what they're doing. Just pay attention to what you're doing. That's some good advice right there. Growing up, when you went some of your dad's shows, what's probably your favorite song to hear him play live? Oh, man. Back when I was a really little kid, he played a song called, he doesn't do it anymore just because it wasn't, it wasn't a, you know, I mean, it was a hit, but it wasn't like a I swear kind of hit or a soul (laughs) kind of hit. He played a song called, called Long As I Live. And uh, I think it was off his self-titled album. And that's always been one of my favorite songs to do but now it's probably rope the moon because he still plays that one very cool when you want to just be that good old kentucky boy what do you kind of do for fun aside from music i do well i go back to kentucky is what i do but it uh i I, i've got some classic cars that that i work on and some buddies that you know we kind of we hang out and do cars and coffee and stuff like that and i got a 63 t-bird that that's in the shop right now uh i got a 1971 rolls royce silver shadow that's like in a million pieces and uh but when you think now when you think of a rolls royce you think you know this real elegant thing i got this out of a field in south carolina so it was (laughs) uh it had mice nests and stuff in it so it's not a it's not what you think but i'm trying to get it back to its former glory there you go (laughs) A project you can always yeah, work on. No doubt. My TM's right here, and he. We. I also collect like old signs and stuff like that. Okay. And my favorite is Sin is Sinclair. It's an old gas station with a dinosaur, mm-hmm. and uh, we just passed one. He pointed out the window, but it just reminded me of it. Well, you got to go back and and steal it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. <laughs> So when you go back home, about how far of a drive is that from Nashville? It's about three, three and a half hours, depending okay. on traffic. So it's not that bad. Just get on Bluegrass Parkway and go down 65. So been doing this thing for a hot minute. What is kind of your biggest challenge that you think you've had to face so far in your career? You know, I mean, I really I really don't know. I mean, there's always those people, like I said, that, you know, oh, he's only – here because his dad or mm-hmm. Eddie and stuff like that. And I, at first it kind of bothered me, but you know, at now I'm just screw them. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, there's always going to be the, the people that, that think that, but uh, at first that was definitely something that I kind of had to mentally get over, mm-hmm. just realize that there's going to be people like that and, and uh, just do my own thing and kind of shut them up, I guess. <laughs> There you go. Shut them up with with some new music, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know you've been getting very active across really all social media platforms. Um, You know, you've been going live a lot more on TikTok. How has that been? I finally gave in. Uh, At (laughs) first, you know, I I didn't really know about TikTok, you know, because I mean, I'm like, I'll see these grown men like dancing and stuff yeah. like i ain't gonna i ain't gonna do that man yep. I, I i have enjoyed doing it and doing the lives i meet some 
really cool people that are maybe trying to do the same thing I'm doing in the music industry or, Mm -hmm. you know, being entrepreneurs and and some other, uh, industry met some weirdos too, say that, (laughs) but, uh, but no, man, and no, it's, it's been, it's been fun. And and TikTok has definitely helped out streaming and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, especially with songs like she don't know bad day to be a beer and, uh, and it's helping out with rust right now too. I tell you, I went in on one of your lives on TikTok and it was <laughs> it was hilarious. You like we were going live with like these two girls that were like in high school. And all I remember is them being like, man, why do you have a blue check mark? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, I got a blue check. I had like 30,000 followers and I had a blue check mark. Everybody's like, how'd you get that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just woke up one morning and it was there. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's fun though. Well, you also just recently announced that you're going to start doing Whiskey Wednesdays, which I can definitely get behind. (laughs) So people can join you on Instagram at 6 p.m. Central. So what what is Whiskey Wednesday? What can people look forward to? Whiskey Wednesday is basically me finding an excuse to drink whiskey on a weekday. And, uh, you know, I, now, but now I can, I can buy a bottle of whiskey and write it off because it's business. Hey, so, uh, but no, it's, uh, it's just, you know, it's a fun little thing. I'm, I'm doing lives every now and then. And I was like, well, I might as well just, you know, get a, a set date every, uh, every, every week instead of just sporadically doing it. But I'm, you know, going to talk, play a couple songs and, uh, just see what happens with it. There you go. There you go. So every Wednesday, people can tune into that on Instagram at 6 p.m. Central. That's so right. living in Nashville, I'm sure that you got a lot of talented friends. Just kind of curious, who are some up and coming artists that you think people need to know about? My favorite artist that I work with is a girl named Kaylin Robertson. And uh, she, we actually wrote a song that turned out to be a duet that I'm doing with the girl named Julia Cole. So that should come out sometime this year. But I met her sometime in 2020 because I know I, I met her over a Zoom ride. But she's actually on American Idol right now. She's so awesome. Her voice is so unique. She's got this North Carolina grit to her voice that you just you can't you can't teach almost. And uh, everything about her writing. Her, you know, the the songs that she cuts fits her, but she is definitely, uh, she's definitely my favorite to uh, to work with. Awesome, very cool. So people can watch out for her on American Idol. Definitely watch out for her on American Idol. She might she might mess around and win the whole damn thing. Be honest with you. Well, shit. All yeah. right. Well, I just got some rapid fire questions for you. Hit me, hit me with them. I'm not gonna lie. Some of your answers, I might judge you on them, depending what you go with. That's, hey, I'm used <laughs> to being judged. It's fine. <laughs> All right, man. First one, hunting or fishing? I prefer fishing, to be honest with you. Okay, very cool. Beer or bourbon? Oh, man. Well, that's a, see, that's a tough one because it depends. Like, if I'm going to drink beer, I'm going to drink Budweiser. That's, like, just what I like. But I don't know. I like I like sitting back and enjoying a glass of bourbon probably more okay what's your go-to bourbon it's called old tar is what it's called and my buddy who's actually the uh uk head football coach mark stoops is is a investor in it so 
He's he's come out. We they've come out with like a Manchester Reserve, which I think is a twelve year, and then they've got a they've got a six year one, and that's probably my favorite right now. I've been I've been going to. Okay, okay. I got some Buffalo Trace in my cup, but hey, I like that. Are you drinking right now? Hell yeah, I am. Oh it man, is. I wish I could join you, but I still got like an hour, you know. Well, fair. <laughs> yeah. I just tell people I'm like, man, it's Nashville. Like I don't know. I know, yeah. Nashville drunk's a different kind of drunk. Unfortunately. So a night out at a bar or a night out at a bonfire? I'll say bonfire. It also depends on the bar. Yeah. So uh, but I would I would definitely lean towards bonfire. If someone was to tell you they're coming to Nashville, what bar are you gonna tell them to go to? Red door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Red door. I've also got my place that, you know, kind of I go to and the, uh-huh. they all know my name there. It's called Burger Republic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a bar. It's more of a restaurant, but yeah. they have a bar and I, and I have my seat. I love that for you. All right, man. Football or baseball? Football. Hell yeah. This one's really going to make it or break it for you. Are you all doing right. college football or NFL? College football. I love NFL. I love my Cleveland Browns, but Kentucky, Kentucky football, you just can't beat it. SEC, everything. There you go. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you passed. I'm uh, not hey, judging like you it. too much. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I appreciate it. Looking forward to the rest of 2022, what do you want to tell your fans? Just be on the lookout for more shows, more music, definitely. Uh, got the EP out right now, Rust, six songs on it. A few had already been released before the release date, but uh, Rust is definitely the one we're pushing, so add it, playlist it, stream it, whatever you do, and uh, just keep on the lookout for shows. All right, well, wrapping up the interview kind of on a fun note, who do you think would win in a college mascot fight? Scratch from Kentucky, Louie right. the Cardinal Bird, or Smokey from Tennessee. It, ooh. <laughs> well, look, Louisville's already out because that's just a bird. Uh, I'd say I'd say Scratch would win because Scratch is like a teenager wildcat, right? Right. So he like I assume that he might like be sneaking beer and stuff. So he might have a little buzz during the fight. So I think I think he could whoop Smokey's ass. A little more feisty for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, Walker, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, and we'll be on the lookout for the EP. People can follow you on TikTok. They can now join you for Whiskey Wednesday on Instagram, yep. and then you also dropped a phone number for people to reach out to you. So what is that number? I have no idea. I wrote <laughs> it down somewhere. It's it's brand new. So the way I the, when we set it up, the way I said it, I was like, it sounds like I've never had a phone number before. But in uh, that video, I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I swear I have. So everybody that wants to text Walker, that number is six one five eight one three six three eight one, and it is you that's replying, Boom. right? It is me that's replying. I've been replying. I've also been messing with some people, so it's uh, it's fun. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You never know what you're going to get when you text him. <laughs> you never know, especially after a Whiskey Wednesday. There so, you go. All right, ladies, yeah. you heard it loud and clear. Text him on Wednesday. Sounds good. Well, hey, thanks so much for having me on. 
backyard Hit the home run, who's gonna go get it? Daddy Chevrolet on the tailpipe Creeping up the sides, won't ever forget it On the screws of a screen door, paint on the scoreboard If I had to paint the place I grew up I think I'd color it a rust Yeah, we got it Blue sky, black top, and some fields of gold White cotton popping up where the green grass grows This red light town wouldn't shine like it does If it didn't have a little rust Up and down that water tower Rust, wrapped around that barbed wire But we don't need no paint trying to cover it up Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of rust Seven hook, bottom of the tackle box Auburn hair falling down in a flatbed Got even put it in the sunset We got a blue sky, black top and some fields of gold White cotton popping up where the green grass grows This red light town wouldn't shine like it does If it didn't have a little rust Up and down that water town Rust, around that barbed wire But we don't need no paint trying to cover it up Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of rust Nothing around here stays new forever Time flows by, so does the weather But the best things I know get a little better when Thanks for listening to Back Porch Sippin' with Lindsay. Subscribe now to stay up to date and hear new episodes first. Be sure to like and follow us at Back Porch Sippin' P.O.D.